Hello and welcome to TMG Unfiltered. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are Two Market Girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog. And this is our podcast where we talk about things like veganism, how we make our recipes, how we run our blog, and whatever's kind of piquing our interest that week. This week, we're going to be talking about everyone's favorite protein Uh, yeah everyone's (laughs) favorite protein you love it you hate it you trust it you don't it's one of those things you either love or hate yeah yeah um so we're gonna be talking about that but first off we have to you know do our favorite segment it actually is my favorite segment oh definitely favorite this is plant-based news with cat and dev bringing you their unsolicited opinions on the stories and scandals taking the vegan world by storm Hello and welcome to the news. I'm Devin. And I'm Catherine. This week, trending in the news, we have none other than KFC. My dreams have been have come true. My dreams have literally come true. I was speechless when this happened. We literally talk about vegan chicken all the time. It being that's like the one thing yeah. that's still not quite there yet. Like vegan chicken nuggets are a thing, but like there's so many other chicken products that are not there yet. And finally and not happened. like widely available yeah like burgers are easy right yeah but, like chicken i'm more of a chicken person yeah i love a good like fried chicken Ugh. like that's so good so this week kfc announced that they would be testing some beyond meat chicken which again it had to be beyond it's always gonna be beyond like i was kind of hoping gardein would sneak in there by doing a vegan chicken thing somewhere because yeah. gardein's chicken's really good yeah but beyond people just want beyond man I mean, if it's good chicken, then I don't really yeah. care who it comes from. I'm curious if it's new. If it's a new... Um, new formula type recipe. thing. Yeah. yeah. They've got... Maybe they've upped their game. But it's like the traditional KFC spices and seasoning mm. and then fried chicken. Yeah. Everything I think is the same about it other than the chicken. Yeah. Yeah. And they were testing it only in... It's- Atlanta. Excuse which me. I love that they tested in Atlanta because Atlanta, Georgia, it's the southern state, which... Mm-hmm. fried chicken is huge especially in atlanta Mm -hmm. it's huge so i I like that they went full on and they're like let's just test it in a place that loves fried chicken already yeah it's a very interesting approach because i feel like a lot of places would not want to do that yeah because the standards are pretty high yeah exactly and also they went like full out with their testing. They repainted the store green. To was the that Beyond real? Green. I didn't know if that was Photoshop. I don't know, but so many articles I saw it yeah. had it. So it seemed like they just repainted the store green, yeah. which was it's like, wow, this isn't a test. This is a launch. Yeah. Like they just decided to just launch it in only one location until they did it full out. Like there's no way this is just a test. They would always, it seemed like they were just planning. This is just their way of getting a little bit of a bigger yeah like they believe in it yeah but because they've done it this way it's like gotten them that much more yeah. hype and that much more people but talking yeah, about it they like repainted a store they made a huge deal about it it sold out in five hours which is crazy yeah i saw someone i don't know if it's true or not some dude on the internet just said it i don't know where the fact came from but i heard they sold more in the five hours than kfc like one location yeah then kfc would sell in popcorn chicken in a week that's what I heard. Wow. Could be fake. Yeah. I don't know. It's just some dude on the internet that said that. But but if they sold out of everything that they had. Yeah. Like, I'm curious. I don't know how much of everything yeah. was. I assume it was a lot because they probably knew it was going to do well. Yeah. But like, yeah, if they sold out of everything in five hours. I was so close to like just driving, driving to Atlanta. the 14 hour drive down to yeah. Atlanta. The, I'm glad I didn't since it sold out so quickly. <laughs> yeah. I might not have gotten yeah. any. No, I know. I was so, so happy to see that it did so well. Like, do you see the lineups? Mm-hmm. Crazy. Now, I'm wondering how long it'll be before we hear about them 
national being like, yeah we are going to expand it even to canada please oh fingers please. crossed please that will literally like kfc is one of those things that i just like it doesn't never makes me feel good eating kfc but it tastes so good like mm-hmm. it's so hard to not like kfc so like I'm so excited just to have the option of getting KFC once a year. Yeah. And like, I'm just so excited about it. And I got to say like fried food, especially like fried chicken is one of the things that like the cravings are real. Oh yeah. I want that. I do want like, I hope they do like, if it does well and I assume it did, but like I eventually want to see like a beyond popcorn chicken. Like popcorn chicken used to be my favorite thing in the world. Yes. So that's what I want to see more than like, I don't ever actually remember getting a bucket of chicken with family. Like we'd get certain things, but I never really ate the bucket of chicken. I always ate popcorn chicken. That was my thing. Yeah. So loved it. So that's what I want to see. Now, do we know how much it was? The pricing? Okay. So KFC will offer beyond fried chicken in two forms, nuggets or boneless wings. Each available in six or 12-piece combo meals. The wings cost $1 each, so $6 for a half dozen and $12 for a dozen. And the nuggets are $6.50 for six and $8.50 for 12. Customers can buy four plant-based chicken nuggets a la carte for $1.99. And in its advertising, KFC says the alternative chicken is still finger-licking good. Now, Four for $1.99? Yeah, that doesn't really make sense. That math doesn't add up because why wouldn't you just buy three times four? It's cheaper than eight fifty for twelve. Is it because the six pack the comes in come a, with combo? a combo? Well, okay. th- it did say yeah. Oh okay. The nu- nuggets are boneless wings, each available in six or twelve piece combo meals. Oh okay, that's pretty. So good. a la carte is without the combo yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's really good. I think so. I pay eight fifty for a twelve chicken nugget combo. Yeah. No, I would. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's really good. I'm into that. (laughs) I'm very excited about (laughs) it. So nuggets and wings. So it's not like a bucket of fried chicken. It's nuggets and wings. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, no. Yeah. Boneless wings. Hello. Give me some vegan ranch to go with that. Is there a difference between the boneless wings and nuggets? Aren't they both just nuggets? (laughs) I feel like a boneless wing is just like a chunkier nugget, you know? Yeah. (laughs) So they're both kind of nuggets. Okay. I'm excited about it. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. That's really good price. Yeah. It'd probably be different in Canada if it came to Canada. Slightly more expensive, but... This is true. Yeah. But, you know, that's okay, right? No, that's What's really the max you, you would want it to be? I don't know. I'm only going to get it, like, once a year, so... Yeah, that's a lie. <laughs> yeah, I know. Don't lie. <laughs> I don't know. The A&W burger, I'm obsessed with that burger. It is so good. Someone from my work tried the Tim Hortons Beyond Meat burger. Yeah. He said it was very good. Yeah? Yeah. I still need I, to try it. Actually, to quote him, I think he sent uh, six fire emojis so i think that's a pretty also, good review we just talked about tim timmy's again oh my god i'm so sorry <laughs> but you did um i think i would pay for a 12 pack of chicken nuggets combo mm-hmm. i think i'd pay 10 bucks yeah i was thinking that 10 yeah. 10 50 yeah yeah which i think is fine and i assume that might be where it is canadian mm-hmm. um but yeah okay i'm excited kfc if you're listening bring it to canada kfc thanks for listening because we do talk about (laughs) fried chicken so thank you for acting on that now just bring it to the north yes we the north and like you already have this chicken can you just make a chicken sandwich too Mm -hmm. because like while you're at it and you know what throw in some vegan ranch with that Mm. to dip the chicken in because like Mm -hmm. oh yeah or a vegan honey mustard no 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 coat it in buffalo sauce (laughs) 
<laughs> you can bring your own buffalo sauce. Fine. Is there like mini Frank's bottles that you can carry around with you? Because there's mini srirachas. There is. You I should just get a mini Frank. Like the rest of the world just isn't on my level with buffalo sauce, <laughs> so they don't make gimmicky things like that. Do you think there's a mini one though? Maybe. We should find it. Okay. Should we move on to our next news yeah. topic? What is it? Is it about the drugs? Oh, yeah, cake, right. Vegan drugs. Um, So I think it was in the UK where someone was stopped with a suitcase of white powder in packets. Scandalous. Yeah, people thinking it was drugs, but it was actually just vegan cake mix going to a bakery. <laughs> and it just, I think it was just laughs all around. Like, there's nothing really to talk about this. It's just kind of a funny story. Yeah. Uh, that it turned out to be vegan cake mix. So <laughs> I like that it's a lighthearted vegan story in the news. Yeah. That isn't about vegans being assholes. No. <laughs> we weren't trying to cart drugs across the border. It's just yeah. vegan cake mix. Apparently, it's so innocent. the bakery it was going to, like, tweeted out, thanks for not giving us a hard time. We'll have a slice of cake or something, whatever, yeah. waiting for you. And I was like, oh, that's cute. But apparently, like, cops were called and cops came to the airport and all this stuff or whatever. That's hilarious. Isn't the person was so probably funny? like, okay. Just hear me out. This is the hear second time this has happened. I know what this looks like. Okay, <laughs> it's just I. I wonder if like I swear if it goes through the scan, they should just put a note, not drugs. <laughs> oh yeah, that'll work. Let me just mix this with some water and stuff. Put it in the oven. We can clear this all yeah, up. Really? Not cocaine cake. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was nothing really to talk about. I just thought it was kind of a cute story. Notable mention. Yeah, notable mention. There's not too much news to talk about. KFC just kind of took over this week. No, seriously. Like, it's all people are talking about. I don't know how you top that. I know. And, like, even, like, KFC Canada came out with a vegan chicken sandwich. Yes. Earlier. And that didn't even get a lot of press. No, weirdly. And also, like, I still haven't seen it in any KFC locations I've been to. So. Yeah, it's, like, never on the menu, yeah. which I don't know what to do about that. Yeah, so. I don't want to go up and ask them and then be like, um, what are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> but I also don't want them to think that we don't care because, like, we care. Yeah. We want this to work for you. That's why I just go to A&W. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we have one final news piece to talk about. Is that op-ed? Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was an opinion piece in the New York Times called Stop Mocking Vegans, mm-hmm. which... I really liked the title. Appreciate it. It got a lot of um, talk from vegans. Mm-hmm. Pe- vegans were just happy to see an article that wasn't mean. Yeah. Um, but the like byline in it says, they're right about ethics and the environment. If you won't join them, at least respect their effort to build a sustainable future. Which is a really cool article to see written about a group of people that normally isn't written about mm-hmm. positively. Um, so it's written by a guy whose name is... Farhad Manju, he's not vegan, he says. He does He does say he tries to limit his meat consumption, mm-hmm. but he still has it a few times a month here and there, um, fish and meat. Okay. Um, so he's not vegan, but he understands that he's trying to limit it. Um, but the whole thing is basically about the fact that, um, you know, vegans are constantly made fun of and all this stuff, but they're actually doing mm-hmm. really positive things if you looked past all the like jokes that people tell about Mm -hmm. them and actually looked at what they're arguing for it's actually not that ridiculous and if you did some research you'd actually see that climate change is actually very much linked to animal agriculture and everything he talks about like how pushy vegans aren't actually like it's not really a thing actually like there's some of them but for the most part that's not actually true Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. He says, so I don't regularly come in contact with a lot of preachy vegans. Indeed, preachy vegans are something of a myth. There's an old joke. How do you know you're talking to a vegan? Don't worry, they'll tell you. That is as untrue as it is revealing about the teller. Although vegans can marshal strong evidence to support their claims that 
adherents of many of their belief systems, whether of other diets or major religions, they get little respect and their ideas rarely receive mass media acknowledgement other than mockery. Which is like really kind of cool to read about that Mm -hmm. someone's actually kind of like not that you need validation, but like someone's like, you know, maybe we should not joke about this. Yeah, like I know vegans are kind of an easy joke. Yeah, I mean it's we joke about easy it too. to make jokes about. It. Yeah, yeah, we're hilarious. <laughs> but it is nice to hear that. And do you think that that is because of the talk recently about like? I think it's the rainforest, the Amazon this. Yeah. rainforest stuff, and how um, specifically beef farming is linked to yeah. a lot of deforestation, and so reduce your mm-hmm. beef, help the environment. And he mentions that in here too. He's like. He's like, a couple minutes of search, you can clearly see that decreasing meat consumption can drastically alter, like, mm-hmm. alter climate change in the positive, we think, at least. Um, but he also, so he t- mentions that his point of this article isn't to try and change people's diets or anything mm-hmm. like that. His point of the article is that he does, he's like, my ask is that you do something much more simple than, like, changing your diet is to alter how you think of vegans. I was like, that's cool. I appreciate that a lot. Right? I actually feel like that's how I approach veganism a lot too when I'm talking to people. Yeah. So he says, I want to urge you to give vegans a chance to love and to celebrate them instead of ridiculing them. We need more vegan voices because on because on the biggest big issues, the criminal cruelty of industrial farming, the sentience and emotional depth of food animals, the environment toll of meat, and the unsustainability of its global rise, vegans are irrefutable. Uh, irrefutably on the right side of history wow right i know um climate scholars say that if we are ever to survive a warming planet people will have to consume far fewer animals than we do now we will all have to become a little more vegan and if we are to succeed in that we will have to start by saluting vegans not mocking them isn't that cool? I also really like just becoming a little more vegan. I like that too because right? a lot of people feel like it's overwhelming to go vegan and that, and that one person to... going vegan isn't going to make a big yeah. difference. But a lot of people doing a little small bit, yeah. changes will make a difference. And I also like people think that they, they either need to go vegan or they're not. There's yeah. no in-between, but there is an in-between. Yeah. And in-between is better than not at all. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Which is our whole point yeah. of all of the things we do. So. I love that. Uh, but yeah, no, I really liked this article. I just read it before we did this podcast. I had seen it before, but yeah. I finally actually wrote it. I think it's written really well and it's cool. And that's from the New York Times, right? Yeah. So if anyone wants to go check out that article, you can find it on the New York Times website. But yeah, it's just kind of another cool thing to just talk about. Uh, there's not necessarily real news in it. Nothing no. like how we feel about this or anything. But like, it's really, really cool to see a non-vegan who understands the need for veganism. Mm-hmm. But doesn't necessarily, isn't necessarily vegan themselves, but understands. I like seeing that perspective. Yeah. So it's cool. Yeah, no, I really like that article. I'd recommend go reading it. That's going to be it for this edition of In the News. I'm Devin. And I'm Catherine. And that's the way the plant-based cookie crumbles. And we're back time for the tofu talk i think this is actually a really good topic for that last news piece where we talked about being a little bit vegan and all that stuff like simple like other changes that you can make i think tofu is a good start place a good place to start because Mm -hmm. so many people think tofu is gross not only gross but there's a lot of like just from a health perspective there's a lot of myths about tofu and soy and now again harmful we're not doctors or scientists we are not (laughs) this is based on our own research we've found yeah 
Um, so you want to talk about like people thinking that let's talk like start with the taste and the yeah. texture because that's what throws people yeah off i feel lot. like most of the time it's actually not the taste it's more so the texture of tofu and just not really knowing what to do mm-hmm. like you don't see a lot of chefs cooking with tofu yeah. you don't see a lot of cooking shows where tofu is the main source of protein so you don't you've never no one's ever really learned how to cook tofu properly or mm-hmm. what to do with it like if you're not someone i mean i grew up my mom used tofu a little uh, quite a bit mm-hmm. usually is hidden in things to get more protein Secret in our diet tofu. which is hilarious <laughs> um so normally it was like hidden things like she would put it under a layer of cheese on pizza when she made pizza at home so that there was protein on the pizza wow yeah so she always did stuff like that um but so i've i always knew that i didn't care yeah um so tofu has actually been a part of my life for a long time but i still didn't know how to cook with it but for anyone who didn't grow up with tofu or didn't grow up with any of that kind of stuff getting a block of tofu you have no idea what to do with it like it's not like a steak that you can just put on salt Mm -hmm. and pepper it and it's done Mm -hmm. like that's not really how tofu works so i think people the disservice that cooks in general aren't paying attention enough attention to tofu kind of sucks Mm -hmm. because you don't have to be vegan to cook with tofu or vegetarian or whatever you can cook with like tofu i think the problem that we have is that tofu isn't mainstream enough to the point where people think it's a good enough protein source for just everybody like people are like oh this is what vegans eat to have protein because we eat this to have protein Mm -hmm. but like yeah i just think people just don't know it enough because they don't know how to cook with it they don't know how to season it properly they don't know how to use it and when you don't and you try it a couple times and it never works. Why would you want to keep wasting your money by buying it? Yeah, too many people have had terrible tofu experiences. I mean, you're probably one of them too. Yeah, I feel like when we did that week in college where we went vegan mm-hmm. for a week, yes. I remember there was at least one meal where we cooked tofu. And I think we kind of went into it not open-minded about the tofu because all, yeah. all the you know people say that tofu isn't that great yeah so we kind of went into it yeah like it's not that great but looking back now from what i've learned is like we did not do a good job of yeah. cooking it we didn't even look up how to cook it properly mm-hmm. we, we just, just kind assumed. of went with it yeah. yeah um so yeah for people that don't know tofu is pretty like it's bland it doesn't taste like anything tofu is like i think the main thing that people might not realize is tofu is meant to have things added to it Mm-hmm. i was about to say done to it and that's kind of weird oh um tofu is flavorless so you add things to it to take on the flavor that you want it to take on it's like a sponge essentially mm-hmm. like it's it can take on pretty much any flavor you want it to have um so understanding that it's something that you don't just eat not seasoned and seasoned doesn't just mean salt and pepper like you need some flavorings you need like a marinade or something like that mm-hmm. and even if you're not doing a lot to it like if you press it Instead mm-hmm. of just throwing it right in the frying pan at first, it gets so much crispier. It cooks yeah. so much better. Like all the little things like that, like that makes such a difference. As uh, my parents have started making tofu more often, mm. they've on the occasions when they've like pressed it properly yeah. and like been very specific about it, they're like, this tastes so much better. Yeah. Like this is actually really good. And they have made some really good tofu. Like yeah. I'm proud of them. It's like any, any other like food. So, like, you wouldn't cook chicken the same way you would cook a steak. Like It's, it's so like easy to make shitty chicken and right? shitty steak. So, like, you still have to, like, you have to learn how to cook each ingredient. Each ingredient is different. Just because tofu is, like, considered a protein alternative mm-hmm. to those products doesn't mean you can just do the exact same thing to tofu as you would do to those things. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really work that way. Um, 
but yeah no i think i'm hoping like vegan blogs and vegetarian blogs are doing more service in showing people how to cook tofu mm-hmm. but i also think that like i wish cooking shows still did it more like i yeah. wish like watching master chef and stuff like that like every once in a while they'll have like oh a vegetarian meal or something like this but like or like they'll re- reveal the protein and it's usually like fish or chicken mm-hmm. or beef or whatever and i'm like they never reveal the protein and it's like beans or it's like tofu or something yeah i wish that was an option maybe it will be maybe maybe with because of jamie oliver's new show do i you hope think so. that he'll do tofu on that oh i think so okay good i think you can't really do a vegetarian cooking show and not include tofu at least once yeah that's a good point it'd be weird and then like there's people like mary's test kitchen mm-hmm. who does the whole thing where like she'll freeze it and she mm-hmm. soaks it and then freezes She's it She's like the queen of tofu yeah i want to try those things so badly because yeah. they look so good they just good. require planning that so i don't lazy. do yeah yeah um i've never actually been someone that didn't like tofu like i am one of the weird people that can eat tofu plain and just like yeah, cut it cubed weird. doing nothing to it and just eat it like i have yeah. no problem with that kind of stuff you're not those people no you're normal oh thank you thank you (laughs) um so how did you like you just started cooking with it more and learning more about it like how did you get over the fact that tofu's more difficult to cook than other proteins i guess you showed me the way was it me yeah it was from doing this blog and cooking for the blog and seeing you cook it i everything i know about tofu i learned from Catherine. wow or like other vegan blogs but (laughs) Catherine, Catherine was like the first person wow that's so nice yeah yeah, you really liked that. Uh, I feel like where it started changing was that bok choy and tofu stir fry. Mm, I do like that one a you lot. You really liked that dish. I remember you made that for a long time after we made it. Yeah, it's really easy to make. Yeah. Uh, what are some other notable tofu recipes that you really like? I loved our... Um, they don't have to be our own thing. either. No. But, you know, shameless I mean, self-promo. I don't really make other people's recipes. Not because I don't want to, but because I can't follow recipes. It's true. Ooh, I loved our um, jerk tofu, like little popcorn yes. tofus. Those were so good. So good. Those are, that's one of my favorite ways, like a fried tofu. So oh, yeah. good. I hardly ever make it because Who wants to deep fry, yeah. yeah. But it's so good. Our lemon pepper tofu is really mm-hmm. good, too. Um, one of the best tofu recipes I've ever had wasn't one of our that's recipes. Okay. But it was one that somebody made at like a family dinner, and it was like a stuffed tofu oh and you told me about i've told this. yeah yes. and because the so the non-vegan protein was like a pork tenderloin yeah. and it, so it had this it really intense like yeah. coating on it so they did the exact same stuff to the pork tenderloin and to the tofu yeah because the only thing that wasn't vegan was the meat yeah. and it was so good we gotta try it i, I remember i tried to stuff a tofu and it didn't yeah, really work out. i gotta find that recipe i don't remember if she sent it to me or not but like because it had like this whole stuffing mm-hmm. but then it was still like a block that you sliced mm. i don't know it was just so good yeah we definitely got to try and make it yeah you know what actually it reminded me the tofu that i really really like of ours is the maple mustard tofu oh that yes. one we made for thanksgiving yeah. i think that one time that's my favorite tofu we've made it was so good that is good and i think i made that at a family dinner as well and it yeah. was i liked it yeah no that glaze is so good on it yeah um another thing to mention about taste and texture of tofu is that every brand is different mm-hmm. um and there's different variations and all that kind of stuff so if you don't like one, don't write off all of tofu. Mm-hmm. Like switch to a different brand and see if you like it better. Switch to a different consistency, like medium firm, extra firm, whatever it is. Um, just kind of find the right one for you. Because there are tofus that I like better than other tofus mm-hmm. brand-wise. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but almost all tofus I will eat. I don't really care. <laughs> I like tofu. 
Is tofu something you always have in your fridge? Um, like, do you eat it on a regular basis? It's probably my most frequently used protein okay. in dinners, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, I think, okay. yeah, tofu. tempeh is a close second, maybe, but definitely tofu more often. Okay. What about yeah. you? Yeah, no, tofu I always have. Always in the fridge? Yeah, always. I love tofu. And, like, there's also, like, tofu doesn't just have to be you slice up the tofu, you coat it in something, you fry it or yeah. whatever, you bake it. It's also, like, you can make sauces, you can make spreads, you can do so scramble. many. Yeah, oh, tofu, tofu scrambles. scrambles. good. Yeah. I have um, made at least one really good tofu scramble in my life. Yeah. So proud of at it. At least one. It's memorable. I'm thinking about it right now. It was Easter of 2019. Okay. <laughs> um, you can make a lot of things with tofu. Actually, tofu is a very versatile ingredient. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. Uh, we have a awesome thanks or Thanksgiving, an awesome lasagna recipe coming up that makes that has two different textures of tofu in it for the ricotta cheese. It's so good. It is so good. Yeah, it's I've amazing. I've tried it. So I forgot you tried yeah. it. Yeah. It's so good. It's one of my favorite uses of tofu so far because it got the texture so right. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I'm so excited about that one. Um, but yeah, no, tofu can be used for a lot. I actually like using tofu as a replacement for ricotta cheese a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of people use like nuts and stuff. That's just expensive. Tofu is much cheaper than nuts. Yes. <laughs> I. It's also like I just I kind of like the taste and texture of soy better in that kind of stuff. Nuts, like, I don't know, cheese to me doesn't have that, not all cheese has the nuttiness that you need, that nuts provide. Nuts don't have the cheesiness, or cheese doesn't have the nuttiness? Yeah, because some cheese has nuts, like, nutty flavor to it. Right. But not all cheese does. No. So, like, sometimes it's just too much to have nuts as a part of your vegan cheese. But people are just, like, so caught up in the nut trend. Cashew-based things and stuff, yeah. It's so expensive. Yeah, that's why I almost always prefer to do tofu-based things because tofu is so much cheaper than cashews. Yeah. And everyone can eat it for the most part. Some people are intolerant to soy, but yeah, I think more people are more are allergic to nuts than soy. I think so too. So with that, do you want to kind of go into the some of the myths and the perceptions of soy? Because yeah. it's kind of a hot topic. Yeah. People really think soy is really bad for you. There's like so much talk about soy giving you cancer because yeah. of the estrogen in it, right? Um, yeah. So I was reading an article about that. Okay. So the myth is soy causes breast cancer. Yeah, because estrogen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then it says fact. Yes, some breast cancer grows in presence of estrogen, and yes, soy can act like estrogen, but there's no direct link saying soy can cause cancer. Yeah. In some animal studies, pure isoflavins... <laughs> flavins i think the compound in soy bearing the chemical similarities to estrogen have been shown to promote tumor growth Uh, however humans process humans process isoflavins differently than rodents and isoflavin supplements vary greatly from dietary soy so even though they've seen this trend a little bit in rodents it's not necessarily the same in humans Mm -hmm. like the problem is that there are mixed studies yeah i mean like anything yeah like some people even say that a moderate consumption of soy foods appears to be safe for both breast cancer survivors and the general population and may even lower breast cancer risk. Yeah. But again, because there's always a study that Says contradicts that, yeah. it's hard to know um, what's true. But what we do know is that every person and every body type can process soy differently. Yeah. Like it can also depend on your ethnicity and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's not like a black and white answer. Yeah. But I do think that there's a lot of... Um, fear-mongering in a way around soy because people hear 
cancer. Yeah. It's like, and they don't let go of that. It's like the similar thing with like when people char food and they're like, oh, that causes cancer. And I'm like, and there are worse things. Yeah. Like, I just like, I think there's being cautious, like wearing sunscreen, you should be wearing sunscreen. There's all that kind of stuff, being cautious. And then there's being overly cautious. Mm -hmm. And I think soy is one of those things, like I eat soy all the time. I go for regular doctor checkups. Nothing seems to be wrong with me. Mm -hmm. But, like, I drink soy milk. Like, every kind of dairy alternative is soy for me. Like, I drink soy milk. I have soy yogurt almost every day. Mm -hmm. I have tofu all the time. Tempeh soy. Like, all this. I eat soy so much. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I just, like, I, I, I haven't heard enough evidence to prove that soy is dangerous to be worried about it at all. Yeah. Like, the other common um, concern is that men shouldn't eat soy because uh, soy have caused some worry that... Okay, so the it's another myth. And then it says, soy products could decrease a man's testosterone, but clinical studies don't support this fear. There Mm -hmm. are at least two reports of men who have experienced feminizing changes in their bodies, one one of whom had type 1 diabetes after consuming high doses of soy, but even at a higher than average rates of consumption higher even than what's typical among Asian cultures, science has found no evidence to caution men against eating soy. Yeah. In fact, men may benefit from some dietary soy as it seems to decrease prostate cancer risk. Which makes sense. Yeah. Because medication that people get for prostate cancer usually has estrogen in it because mm-hmm. it decreases the risk for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I just like, I also find that one silly because it's not life-threatening in mm-hmm. any sense of it? I think some men will say they don't want to, like, if it could affect their testosterone levels, they worry about their reproductive health in a way. Okay, I guess. But, like, the whole, whatever was written based in that article, like, however men want to mm-hmm. praise it, based on the article alone, like, lowering your manliness is silly. But feminine, yeah, feminizing changes. Yeah, like, that's, okay cool yeah sure guys you're not gonna be men anymore if you eat soy (laughs) i it's just it's just such a silly thing to think i agree like i i think that because soy is also it's blown up so much like it is so widely used so it is mass produced right and so there have been discussions about it being genetic genetically modified which which is why when people are having questions about soy and concerns i say well just buy organic yeah the non-gmo because then yeah. you don't have you can't have that excuse yeah and it's not like the organic tofu is, is that actually, much more expensive yeah i was gonna say i almost exclusively see like i don't shop at a specialty grocery store yeah. and i almost exclusively see non-gmo tofu exactly so that's not an issue most of the genetically modified soy is actually probably just going to your the cattle so mm-hmm. you're getting it through the beef anyways Uh-oh. guys <laughs> yeah that's another thing that like so people talk about soy being bad for the environment um, soy farming because mm-hmm. it does take up a yeah. lot of land uh, soy yeah. farming but people don't realize that y- all the livestock you eat so cows chickens all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff they're being fed soy mm-hmm. and I don't think people realize that so they talk about how bad how dangerous soy could be and they don't realize that they're still consuming soy whether or not they're eating tofu or not <laughs> you're eating it you're consuming soy through your beef because that's what they're living off of um, and most of the soy production is actually going towards livestock. So I, I don't know. I think 
eating tofu instead of beef, you probably get less soy. I don't know. <laughs> or you get safer soy. Yeah, safer yeah. soy. More pure. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I think, I think it's so easy to scare people about food and what you're putting in your body when it's for the norm. Mm-hmm. Like, because tofu is still not necessarily a... Um, mainstream a mainstream thing yeah like it's still considered a vegan alternative or a vegetarian alternative or something it's not something people just eat in their regular diets Mm -hmm. um so i think when it's something that goes against change people are more prone to be like yeah that's right Mm -hmm. instead of like if it was the opposite if tofu was already a normal part of people's lives they would be like no that's probably not right that's Mm -hmm. probably just a little bit of fear-mongering right yeah, and I think also, like, confirmation bias plays in. Like, if they already believe that it's bad, they're yeah. only going to pay attention to things that support that it is bad. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're, we're, we'll get back into some science yeah. talk here. Science! So it says, uh, this is another article, and it says, Soy isoflavins and soy protein appear to have different actions in the body based on the following factors. The first being the type of study. Mm-hmm. So whether it's examined with animals or humans, because soy is metabolized differently in animals, so the outcome in animal studies may not be applicable to humans. Okay. Uh, the next one is ethnicity, because soy may be broken down and used by the body differently in different eth- ethnic groups, which is why individuals from some countries who eat a lot of soy appear to benefit from the food. Asian countries. Yeah, because like in yeah. Asian It's cuisine, a normal part of their diet. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I assume too that... Whether or not it's bad for human bodies or not, when you have when there's been like generations eating it, your body gets accustomed to certain things that yeah. you eat the more you eat it. And I think even like for me, as I started eating more soy products, as I transitioned into a vegetarian yeah. and vegan diet, like you did notice your body kind of yeah. being like, what is this? Oh, we're going to be a little bit more gassy now. <laughs> um, but I did, like, that isn't as bad anymore. Yeah. It's leveled out a little bit. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's much more like it always has been. <laughs> normal amounts of gas. <laughs> <laughs> For the most part. It's normal. <laughs> Anyways, um, the next factor is hormone levels. Uh-huh. So because soy can have estrogenic properties, its effects can vary depending on the existing level of hormones in the body. So that's why it can affect different people differently. And they also note that premenopausal women have much higher circulating levels of estradiol Mm -hmm. um, than postmenopausal women. So in this context, soy may act like an anti-estrogen, but among postmenopausal women, soy may act more like estrogen. Hmm. Yeah. Soy. I know. Interesting. And then the final factor is the type of soy. So what type of soy is being studied? There's whole soy whole soy foods such as tofu and soybeans there's processed versions like soy protein powders mm-hmm. or soy based veggie burgers fermented or unfermented soy foods if supplements are used do they contain isoflavins or soy protein soy co- soy comes in so many different uh, yeah. forms that soy is everywhere yeah it's like corn corn it's, is everywhere yeah soy is everywhere it's amazing yeah it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> But I think for the most part, um, soy does have has a much more negative perception than it deserves. Yeah, I agree. Both from like a nutritional and a taste standpoint. It's the same thing with like, and not as extreme, but like gluten has a bad rap. Mm. That some people can't eat gluten, but mm-hmm. 
that doesn't mean every human shouldn't eat gluten. Yeah, I think because of the whole trend of gluten-free, a yeah. lot of people have just jumped on the bandwagon. And been like, gluten's bad. Yeah. Humans shouldn't eat gluten. Yeah, or like kind of using it as a scapegoat. Like, yeah. oh, something must be wrong. It must be the gluten. Yeah. But... Like, there are some people who can't eat gluten. I'm sure there are some people who can't eat soy, yeah. but that doesn't mean all humans shouldn't eat gluten or soy. <laughs> yeah, it's not like, oh, celiac, no gluten. Not celiac, you should be fine with gluten. I think it's like on a spectrum yeah so even if you're not celiac you could still have sensitivities to gluten yeah it's and like there's still a valid argument for you shouldn't maybe eat as much gluten yeah. as we do yeah there and it's the same thing as like there are um sick like illnesses that mean that cause the body to not be able to digest meat properly and mm-hmm. pro- break down proteins as well or like animal-based proteins as well but again, that doesn't mean every human needs to stop eating meat, mm-hmm. as proven by every human out there. <laughs> so, like, it's just, I don't know. I just think because it's tofu is still not a mainstream thing that you see non-vegans and vegetarians eating, that there's just anything that's associated negatively with it, they just ride with it. They're like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Makes me sad. Tofu's got a bad rap. It does. And I feel bad that like so many people have bad experience with tofu, especially like at restaurants or if they try making it themselves. Yeah. And then just forever they're like, yeah, no, tofu isn't good. I'm like, no, 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 no. Let me show you the way. Like there are such things as bad burgers out there too. It doesn't mean you think all burgers are bad. Truth. Right? There can, you can make any food badly. They're also, I will show you. Yeah. <laughs> there are also like really bad fries out there, but that does not mean fries are bad. Fries are delicious. You are making so many good arguments Thank in this episode. You. Thank you. <laughs> um, I think fries is like one of the best arguments I've ever made. Because like there are bad French fries out there. Definitely. But there are also heavenly French fries out there. Um, so yeah, it's just finding the right ways to use it and cook it and incorporate it into your diet. Mm-hmm. Even if that means that you don't eat it as like blocks and things and like stir fries, it could be adding soft tofu to like a soup or something like that like it could be disguising it in a way Mm -hmm. not that you should have to eat that way but like that's the way that it could work for you but i also think that like people who don't have like a vegan or a vegetarian in their life don't realize that all the ways you can use Mm -hmm. tofu like the world needs tofu education yeah like tofu can even be used in desserts which is crazy weird so weird weird like tofu's made with a lot of i think lauren hot for food Mm -hmm. does her baked cheesecake with tofu Okay, that makes mm-hmm. sense. I could see that being very cheesecake-like. I love tofu. I just want to make everything with tofu. No, I feel like that's too much. <laughs> <laughs> An all-tofu meal. These are my tofu carrots. <laughs> that's from Arby's. Hi, we're tofu market girls. Yes. No. Tofu market girls. That does Tofu make maple girls? Any sense. I think it makes lots of sense. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think if you've had a bad experience with tofu, we think you should give it another chance. Or like talk to someone who <laughs> talk to someone who's used tofu before, who's had a good experience with tofu. <laughs> They'll walk you through it. <laughs> Look up some recipes. Um, we have some awesome tofu recipes on our blog. Mary's Tetch's Kitchen has awesome tofu recipes on her blog hot for food the viet vegan love wild live free meat free athlete there are so many awesome vegan and vegetarian people out there doing really delicious things with tofu and you should try out some of their recipes i think okay so it's like one of my favorite tofus is the um 
fried tofu they do at fat bastard burritos i've never had you've it. never had it but no. it is so good and i get it at work all the time and i'm always talking about how it's like the best tofu yeah and at our potlucks i've also now i have a reputation about for, talking about fat bastard burritos. no no for bringing really good food oh okay yeah it's terrible terrible reputation no that's a it's great a lot reputation of pressure to have. it's a it's yeah, a lot of pressure you haven't failed yet no but i think that i need to bring something tofu next time what are you gonna bring i don't know but it needs to be you good bring the lasagna i think that they need to know about tofu bring the lasagna oh i could reheat okay right lasagna reheats very well okay and it's really good lasagna like i think it would be a really good test you could also actually just see if afshan can bring it in for you yeah and to see because does afshan eat meat uh not pork not pork okay so that would be fine it's mm-hmm. supposed to be beef anyways mm-hmm. see if people notice because it's a really good like i could fail miserably but it's a really good i think lasagna the thing that would give it away before anything else might be the cheese but that's fair yeah the shredded cheese yeah but it's really good it is really good yeah all right well i'm gonna do some tofu studies mm-hmm. on- tofu studies <laughs> <laughs> these people that don't know i'm conducting studies on them <laughs> my coworkers. <laughs> No, I think you should bring in something tofu next. I think it'd be great. I think people would love it. It would bring be... in fat bastard burrito. No, that's cheating. But it would be cool to do like Mary's test kitchen tofu mm. and bring that in. Yeah, it's. I think it's a very specific tofu you got to use though. That one that like pulls apart that kind of looks stringy, right? Yeah. yeah but it's know. also that comes that that quality is emphasized through like the, the freezing, freezing and the soaking and the freezing yeah. and the soaking. So, but, uh, give it a try and if you do film it you want me to vlog yeah. this yes, experience please. that yes. would be magical for all of us <laughs> have you ever had one of those like tofu puddings yeah i didn't like it you don't like them i, love I them. really really wanted to like the mango one. Oh, it's so good but i, I couldn't get one. into it no hutch and i really like the mango one it made me sad no i like it a lot i love tofu though i have a problem <laughs> <laughs> i could eat tofu all day <laughs> and in summary tofu is delicious Catherine is in love with tofu yeah should I get a shirt that just says I heart tofu? I think so. Okay. Maybe we should make a sticker. Yes. Stickers. Team tofu. Hashtag team tofu. Oh, that's cute. Isn't that so cow? That is oh cute. My God. Okay. <laughs> we should make stickers. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's going to be it for this episode of Tofu Talk. I mean, TMG and Filter. <laughs> tofu Talk would have been such a cute podcast name. Oh, shoot. Should we rename our podcast too? <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> tofu Talk is a really cute name. It is cute. Yeah. Oh, well. We think of all these things like a year into our, our names. We have great timing. <laughs> um, to find any of our vegan recipes, you can head over, head over to our blog at twomarketgirls.com or we're called Two Market Girls on YouTube. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. If you have any questions or comments or feedback, you can send us an email at twomarketgirls at gmail.com or if you have the anchor app which is where our podcast is hosted you can actually call into our show and leave us a voice message and then we can feature that message on upcoming episodes we love hearing from our listeners yeah right eddie and sarah yeah yeah yeah. leave another (laughs) one please um also patreon yeah we have a patreon account which is like a crowdfunding site where you can subscribe or donate or one time or on a monthly basis to help support our work so that we can make more of it and as a patreon you get some nice perks including polls and a whole like community board and if you're a mukbang and yes exclusive best perks. mukbangs which are so much fun yeah no they're so much fun and they're actually pretty funny i think 
It's just us chill hanging out, so we don't really have a filter. <laughs> it's kind of like the podcast, except yeah. way more unfiltered. And, and we're eating during you can, it. And you can see us, too. Yeah, yeah. which is, I think, more fun idiots. almost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just being idiots. Yes, our humor is very visual. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That's going to be it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Out. <laughs>